Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Once the moment happens, great players become legends. I still can't believe that we have won the championship. This moment might not ever come again. It's all about love, the love of the game, and making something last for eternity. The Miami Heat's improbable postseason run continues. Nobody's satisfied. We haven't done anything. We don't play just to win the Eastern Conference. I mean, it's an amazing feeling, you know, just because the first time in Nuggets history, i never been there. We're going to go there, try to uh, try to fight, and win, win every game. It all comes down to this. What every player hopes for every season. Welcome to NBA Today, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. We are live in Denver, baby, for the NBA Finals. And the Miami Heat, they will try to make some history here tonight. And I can personally confirm that the Larry O'Brien Trophy, it is in the building because I watched it literally drop from the sky, strapped it into a passenger seat, and I drove it to Ball Arena here myself. So everything. It has been going the Nuggets way in this building. They are undefeated at home in the postseason. Will that change tonight? Welcome to NBA Today, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm Malika Andrews with Zach Lowe here at Ball Arena in Denver ahead of Game 1 of the NBA Finals. We have Richard Jefferson, Kendrick Perkins holding it down mm-hmm. in our L.A. studio. And gentlemen, we are five and a half hours away, Big Perk, from tip-off of Game 1. How important, Zach Lowe, is it to win Game 1? Well, you might ask that question. And historically, 70% of Finals Game 1 winners, they've gone on to win the entire series. However... The last two Game 1 winners, the 2021 Suns, the 2022 Celtics, they did that and did not quite finish off the deal. So we're going to save our series picks for a little bit later in the show. But I do want to talk about Game 1 right now because Miami, they've taken Game 1 on the road in every single series this postseason. So I'm going to start in L.A. with Perk. Give me your biggest key and then also who's going to win this Game 1, my friend. Well, my biggest key is the exposure to the coaching matchup between him and uh, Mike Malone. But... When you talk about when a person or a team show you who they are, you better believe them. The Milwaukee Bucks, the best player in the league, and Giannis Antetokounmpo, the best record in the league. What happened in game one in that series? A smackdown. The Heat made them fold like a fresh set of clean sheets, hanging 130. You go to the next round. Oh, the Garden is just a tough place to play in. It's hard. It's hostile. What the Heat do? They go in there in a dogfight and make them fold like lawn chairs. And then you get to the Eastern Conference. All of a sudden, they play in the Boston Celtics. The Celtics are a heavy favorite. The Heat going there and what happened, Richard? What you own? A yoga studio? They rolled them up like a yoga mat. Now we get here. And all of a sudden, <laughs> 
cutting the Denver Nuggets. Oh, they're the heavy favorite. The altitude. Well, we heard Coach Eric Spolster talk about we'll meet you wherever and play you wherever. While other teams are taking the game ones as fill-out games, the Miami Heat are approaching game ones like it's their game seven. And that's why I'm picking the Miami Heat tonight to win game one in Denver. Okay. All right, so Miami, Big Perk is picking, is going to continue their game one dominance. Zach, you have a piece up on ESPN.com right now that sort of breaks down this entire series. What is your key to Denver side, and who do you have winning this? First of all, how many items is Perk folding every day? Does he have a whole list of things that he folds? To me, I keep coming back to Jokic, and what is the Heat's plan for Jokic? And when they post him up, do they have any plan that's not double team and open up the shooting? Because he's just been too big and strong for Bam Adebayo in the post. Just overpowering. He's just bigger and stronger. And you can't get it. let him get to it. This is just money in the bank for him with his pivots and his fakes and his hooks. And they're not as well equipped as the Lakers were to put somebody else on Jokic like Rui Hachimura was and had Anthony Davis on Aaron Gordon. They don't really have the personnel to do that. So I just keep coming back to the simple thing of, who and how do they guard Jokic? Eric Spolcher is a million times smarter than I am. He's going to come up with something. I just don't know what it is because I haven't been able to figure it out. So I'm going Nuggets and the Heat's game one winning streak in Denver. But nobody folds any clothes or yoga mats or anything like that. No yoga mats, nothing, nothing that we're folding. Okay, but what is Miami going to need to do in order to make this an interesting game? Well, I think, first of all, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have to be a lot of points on offense because the Nuggets offense, you're just not going to slow them down very much. So Miami's going to have to score a lot. And I just don't think they're going to hit that number, whatever it is, just with Jimmy Butler playing bully ball, just with stagnant offense. I think they're going to have to involve everybody all the time and get the Nuggets moving, particularly Jokic, back and forth. So here comes Jimmy Butler, and bam, I got to be back. Now I got to be up because there's a shooter coming around the screen. Suddenly things open up for bam. He misses this shot, but he's got Jimmy underneath there for a little dunk pass he'll make that more more often than not and I think that's the kind of using every inch of the court every weapon they have if Jimmy's doing something on one side of the floor your shooters have to be doing something on the other so Nicola has to go in the paint and out and back that's hard for him and that's the only way they're going to get enough points to win this series Richard Jefferson are we folding any blankets who do you got in this game tonight what's your key to this 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 one is tough because I think the long layoff and, and look the, the Miami Heat have come through a lot right Obviously, their entire run that they've been on this entire postseason. But I, I, I think Denver's going to win this game. And this one's going to be a tough one. I think this one's going to be a very close. Think about game one of the Western Conference uh, Western Conference Finals. I think they win a tight one because I think they're a little rusty. I've had a nine-day layoff before the NBA Finals. And look, that first game, all of a sudden, things start moving fast. You have a team coming off of game seven that's been in very intense situations for two months. I don't think Denver has been tried as much as Miami. Miami is so we're going to find out a lot about them uh, about the Miami Heat and Denver Nuggets but I think the Denver Nuggets win a very close one. Okay, you think the Denver Nuggets win. I was kind of on the fence. I was going back and forth in this but Richard I know you saw a little bit more in this matchup. Oh yeah, I saw a little bit more in this matchup and let, let me just say this ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we're going to give you a little bit of a tease, a little bit of a toast. I see that there's going to be a lot of let's say um, What's the way? Just a little bit of drama. A little bit of drama. 
uh, a little bit of drama. So you see this. This happened last year, right? I, I was on Jokic's side. You don't hit somebody like that, especially an MVP. There should have been somebody defending him. But Jokic, because everyone thinks that he's a little bit, you know, they can try and get into him. He wasn't having it. And this was the drama. Look at Butler, everybody, and then there was even more. And listen, I want to show you guys what Jimmy Butler had to say about it. I think there's a lot of, like, stuff about the whole situation that people don't understand. Um, and I'll let that, you know, stay back there. But I, I don't think it has too much to do with anything. It's thing of the past, high-level competition. But I will say uh, I wasn't talking to Jokic. That wasn't my beef. So make sure you write that. And the individual who I was talking to definitely know who I was talking to. Oh, and there's the fit. Look at that picture. Now, this understand. So people are like, oh, Denver, Miami. Oh, no, there's some drama here, right? Understand this. Morris had to miss a tremendous amount of time. Jokic got suspended, I believe, one game. So there's some drama here. Look for this start to pop up. And look, that wasn't the only drama involving the Miami Heat and, and the Denver Nuggets. But Kyle no. Lowry. Kyle Lowry was on a little bit of a different situation right here. So Kyle Lowry fouls Aaron Gordon. Both di like different teams, different times, but there was some energy there. And then look, Aaron Gordon, because big men that like to jump, they don't like getting taken out of the air. And then look, Kyle Lowry's like, hey, you know what my room number is. You, uh, you think him and Jimmy are close for no reason? That's what he said. My room number is 432. You and we all in the bubble. We can't go nowhere. We not here for these Twitter fingers. You know what I'm saying? Like if you got an issue, 432, come knock on my door. So if you guys think that all of that stuff, maybe not in game one, maybe not in game two, but eventually that stuff starts to pop up and guys start to remember these things, yeah. you're going to see that action very, very quickly. Well, I can tell you this, Richard. I chatted with Aaron Gordon a little bit before he came on our show yesterday, and I can tell you he has not forgotten no. about that back and forth. It started raining in Denver uh, behind us now, and I was going back and forth, you guys, on who to pick for this game. I really was because I don't want to bet against Miami. Jimmy Butler has proven that he should not be bet against. But then when I pulled up to the arena this morning, I saw Nikola Jokic walking in for, for their shoot-around, for their walkthrough, for his treatment, I assume. He was wearing – he pulled up in his Rolls Royce. He's wearing slides. He's wearing a white tank top. And he is wearing not name-brand shorts. This dude doesn't care about anything except for this game, this focus, getting it, winning it. They have been 8-0 at home this postseason. I well, don't think that that is going to be broken tonight, Rich. Well, right, well, no. well Malika, you, you know that's normal shoot-around attire for everybody, right? So I, wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't dive too much in there. Oh, no, no. But that's this normal, normal shoot-around shoot attire, okay? I'm just saying. Might want to go with the heat. I mean, I was at least expecting full sweatpants. I was at least expecting, so I was not expecting the, like, rolled out in the back. Like, it was, I was not expecting. You know what I was expecting? What were you expecting? You to skydive with the Larry O'Brien trophy. Trust I'm me. disappointed. And I don't know if you're a good enough driver to be trusted <laughs> with the Larry O'Brien trophy. I've never been in a car with you. I didn't, I didn't scratch it. I promise I didn't scratch it. Next time, I'm gonna look at next it time, Zach, we're going skydiving. Coming up here on NBA Today, let's talk a little bit about Jimmy Butlitz. I sat down with him, and you can take away the all-stars. You can take away the all-defensive teams. The MVPs, everything. He just wants one thing. We have an extended version of our exclusive conversation with him coming up next. Plus, Adrian Wojnarowski, he joins us with the latest on Tyler Hero's status. Might we see him this series? And the Celtics, president of basketball operations, Brad Stevens, he had some decisive comments.
comments on Joe Missoula's future in Boston. Hear what he had to say after the break. We are just getting started here on NBA Today. Game one of the finals coming up. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets but expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. NBA Today is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Welcome back to NBA Today. Our senior NBA insider, Adrian Wojnarowski, is here with us in Denver. I'm not sure if this weather is ominous or what as the thunder is starting to come down. But, Woj, we haven't seen Tyler Hero since the first round of these playoffs. When might we be able to expect to see him back on the floor? Uh, Malika, I'm told that game two on Sunday looms as a possibility for Tyler Hero. He'll have a couple more days here to test out that fractured right hand that has now healed. He's on the court working out. Can that hand take contact? You know, certainly, you know, team, the Denver, when players coming back from an injury like that, you're going to have to be ready to absorb contact. Uh, but certainly, Sunday, game two, uh, is something he will test it out for. Uh, but if not Sunday, then game three on Wednesday back in Miami, I think barring a setback, there's confidence. Tyler Harrell would be ready to return then. Okay, so not ruling out Sunday quite yet as a possibility for Tyler Hero. Let's shift gears a little bit here, Woj, because it wasn't that long ago, just a couple of weeks ago, there were five head coaching vacancies in the NBA. Last night, another one was filled. What more can you tell us about Monty Williams in Detroit? Uh, Malika, a historic coaching deal in the NBA. uh, Six years, $78.5 million. That's over $13 million a year for Monty Williams. That is a big reason. Uh, why he decided to take that Detroit job, but there are others. And uh, Troy Weaver, their general manager, uh, he and Monty Williams have history. They were in Oklahoma City uh, for a time together. They see team building, um, rebuilds in a similar fashion. Uh, Kate Cunningham, the number one overall pick from a couple years ago, coming off a season-ending injury last year. That was a big drawing card for Monty Williams, but he loves building teams. He loves building programs. And that is why Detroit uh, just kept going after him Mm. and offering him a deal that now is gonna reshape the coaching salary market. The highest paid coach in history, certainly the highest 
paid coach now. You've got Steve Kerr with four championships uh, in Golden State with one year left on his deal. I think there's a sense Steve Kerr, he could be worth $20 million in an open marketplace. And so you'll start to see, I think teams look at this starting to look a little more like the NFL, where there are owners who see coaches who are difference makers. You're seeing bidding situations start to emerge and NBA coaching salaries among the elite uh, starting to move up and looking more like NFL coaches. Monty Williams eclipsing Greg Popovich as the highest paid coach in the NBA, certainly reshaping the coaching market. We do have some more coaching news to get to here, though, Woj. The Celtics, their Game 7 loss to the 8-seeded Miami Heat, it has left some big questions for Boston's offseason. So the future of first-year head coach Joe Mazzulla, of course, was one of them. So let's take a listen to Brad Stevens, who spoke today at the team's end-of-season news conference. Was he, was he perfect? Would he like to have some moments back? Every, every coach would, you know. Even the coaches nobody talks about would, right? And we've all, we all that have coached know how hard that is. Um, so, and at the same time, our, our players, um, our staff, everybody around him, you know, believe in him, and you know, we got to do our best to, you know, support him going forward. Just real quick to clear up any potential gray area. Joe is back next year. Yeah. All right. So Brad Stevens says that Joe Mazzulla is, in fact, coming back next year. I want to start in studio in Los Angeles. Perk, what do you think of this decision? Well, I thought I thought that they should, but I, that was the right decision. I didn't think Joe Mazzulla was going anywhere, but I do think that they have to learn for the Celtics organization and – Make sure they bring back the right pieces on his bench for his assistant coaches. And assistant coaches are not guys that are just handing the head coach a clipboard or telling them how many timeouts he has. We have to look at who they have on the bench and if they have if those guys embody the definition of Celtic pride. You look at the Miami Heat, they have four former Heat players that are on the coaching staff from Quinn. Karan Butler, McAdoo, Malik Allen, those guys are able to fill in that gap between the players and the head coach. Even when you look at the Golden State Warriors, you bring back Andre Iguodala. You knew he wasn't going to play, but he's an extension. He's been there before to be able to help guys like Kaminga, Moses Moody, and guys to that nature. The Spurs, they hire former players. I feel like the Celtics, they have to get some assistant coaches in there, some, per some personnel in those seats that have played in the Celtic uniform so they can let those guys know what Celtic pride is all about and hold their players accountable when time when, when need be. Mm. Well, what is the decision-making process for the Celtics right now as they were evaluating Missoula, as they are evaluating his staff? Well, listen, I think there are going to be some changes on Joe Missoula's staff. I think there's a couple of assistants, you know, who may end up with Ime Udoka. In Houston, I think one name to watch in Boston, Stephen Silas, former head coach in Houston. I think that's a name that certainly uh, is going to be prominent in their conversations. And there'll be others. And I think, remember, Joe Mazzulla took this job over right before the start of training camp, uh, did not have the ability to have an offseason, the plan, uh, and, and to put all the things in you'd like to do. But he'll have that this summer. And certainly, I think Brad Stevens will have a voice in that. I think Joe Mazzulla leans on Brad Stevens. Uh, but certainly, uh, this was a chance for Joe Mazzulla to grow. And listen, this is a coach who they still believe in Boston. And a lot of people are on the league. 
still has a very high ceiling, still got to game seven yeah. of the conference finals, and he was thrown into it this season. And I think now with a more veteran staff around him, uh, perhaps a former head coach or two, uh, Joe Mazzulla was 34 years old, had been behind the bench, had not been a front of the bench assistant yet. And so uh, all in all, I think they were pleased in Boston, but they know your window, no matter how talented, how many players are under contract, your window is short in the NBA. They yep. want to win a championship. And I think this offseason is about putting everything around Joe Mazzulla as an organization to help him uh, reach his ceiling and get this team over the hump. Off-seasons, training camps, we know how important that is for coaches, let alone first-time head coaches. And so I think it's going to be important for Joe Mazzulla to get that underneath his belt. And the Celtics, they have so many decisions to make this summer, but Brad Stevens confirms that Joe Mazzulla is, in fact, expected to come back next year. All right, do not go too far. We're going to get back to Game 1 of the NBA Finals coming up next year on NBA Today. I sat down with Jimmy Butler ahead of Game 1 tonight. And let's just say there's only one piece of hardware that he cares about. You can take all-stars, don't want to be a part of that anyways. You could take the all-NBA, could care less. All-defense team, don't care. I really only want to win a championship. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Welcome back to NBA Today, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. I don't care if it's a big stage or who's watching. I play the way that I play to win. By all means necessary. You've denied it before, but is playoff Jimmy a thing? Are you ready to? It's not a thing. It's not. We still don't care what none of y'all think. We never have, we never will. On guard down we hoop, knowing that we always got a chance. Did you know that Jimmy Butler drinks 12 cups of coffee a day? Now, look, I was shocked when, he, when I found this out. He says it doesn't affect his sleep, doesn't affect his game. It just fuels his drive. Now, Malika sat down with Jimmy Butler ahead of game one of the NBA Finals, and they had to start with why he didn't want to touch the Eastern Conference Finals trophy. 
The Miami Heat's improbable postseason run continues. They become just the second eight seed ever to make the NBA Finals. Let's start here. The Eastern Conference Finals. Here at center court, Bam Adebayo takes the trophy and he offers it to you. And you say, I'll take the next one. Walk me through that. It wasn't disrespectful because I love Bam and I'm very grateful to be able to win the Eastern Conference. But uh, I've, I've done that before. I played for uh, Mr. O'Brien. That, that's it. That's it. You can take all-stars, don't want to be a part of that anyways. You can take the all-NBA, could care less. All-defense team, don't care. Um, I really only want to win a championship. And Coco Goff said that before y'all even made the finals, before you were out of the play-in tournament, you said, hey, I got you if you want some tickets to the finals. Why were you so confident? Um, I'm confident in, in myself as a basketball player and the group of guys that I have around me. It's scary for a lot of people to know that we're not worried about what happened yesterday. We're not even focused on what could be tomorrow. Like we, We're in this right now. Three to shoot. Martin dribbles left. Fires pit. Switches home. Another three. He is stealing the Celtics' souls here tonight. Let's talk about Caleb Martin. How surprised are you that he was available, that Charlotte let him go, that he's able to do this with you guys? I don't know the business side of basketball. No idea. But I know how much time I spend in the gym working and honing in on my craft. And when I tell you every single time I'm there, he's there, it just goes to show how much work that he puts into it. Because I would like to believe that I put a lot of work into my craft. And he's right up there neck and neck with me. And um, those are the guys that I want to go to war with. In 2023, Jimmy, how do you define what is the definition of heat culture? We're not worried about the percentages that y'all put out on us to win. We're just doing what we do. Um, you may like it, you may not like it, but it's fine because it's always us. That's the heat culture. We're gonna not make excuses. We're not gonna pay attention to, to anything on the outside. And uh, we're gonna be the first to four. There was a magazine clipping, and it was an interview about your fashion. And then the one question was, what's the one thing you never want to wear? Do you remember your answer to it? Yep. What was your answer? Uh, it was a Miami Heat jersey. When I'm coming to the league, I mean, the Heat used to beat the Bulls all the time. They did. When they had the big three, the Heatles, whatever you want to call them. So me getting dropped to the Bulls, it was like, we, we can't like the Miami Heat. You can't like D-Wade, even though y'all went to the same school. Like. You know, and then you fast forward and I'm playing with D-Wade for the Bulls. I'm like, this guy's not a bad guy. It was Tibbs that just kept hitting me upside my head. And full circle now, um, it'll, it'll be the last choice that I wear. If you all are the last one standing, you said you're going to be the first to four. Does the team get free Big Face coffee? Um, no, they don't, actually. <laughs> no, they Come don't. On, man. There's no favorites here. And actually, I'm going to bump my prices up. Yesterday's price is not today's price. Yesterday's price is not today's price. Speaking of price, Butler will begin a three-year, $146 million extension next season that will keep him in Miami through the 25-26 season when he will be 36 years old. That's nearly $49 million per year by average, and that is the highest in Heat history. 
So I'm bla- I'm back with Big Perk over yeah. here. Hey, Big Perk. <laughs> Why you chuckle? Why I chuckle? Because it's just funny, me and you hanging out here, yeah. NBA Finals in Denver, and I get to look at your beautiful face every day. Yeah. So I want to know this. You've been watching Jimmy Butler literally since he became uh, a professional. Mm-hmm. You've watched his growth. Tell me, what is it that you think about Jimmy that makes him so special? Because everyone competes in the NBA at the highest level, but he has another gear. Oh, absolutely. And he's a guy like he like he just alluded to. He's not worried about nothing else. The All-NBA, the All-Stars, the MVP. He wants to win the championship. And it's all about the matches, right? It's a perfect ma- marriage. It's almost like if you, if you took the Miami Heat and, and D-Wade and they had a baby, they come out with Jimmy Butler. And this is where we at right now. When, the, when you talk about guys that are top five, uh, he's, he's moved up into that top five all like for his heat. Like yeah. uh, rankings, yeah. like like lists. Like if you if you think about D Wade number one, U D number two, LeBron number three, Alonzo number four. I might put Alonzo number three uh, over Bron. I mean, uh, it's kind of if you could kind of swap them. But again, he he again. When you talk about him getting buckets, he's averaging 22 points mm-hmm. in the postseason. Uh, that's only second behind LeBron James in the history of the organization. On top of that, he has the second most triple doubles behind LeBron James. And we saw his his game six last year in the in the Garden. We saw the game four against the Milwaukee. Like we put, they put it, it put him in the same at, uh, stratosphere with Jordan. Yeah. Like his numbers. Like, I'm not saying he's joined, but you know what I'm talking about. No, I know what you're saying. It's uh, Channing Fry, one of my unfortunate friends, and you call him Shanning. He calls <laughs> him Batman. He says, because look, Superman has superpowers, right? Wonder Woman has superpowers. When you look at the Flash, he's got superpowers. Batman's got no superpowers, but if you mess around with Batman, he's going to cause you a problem. Because Jimmy Butler, he's not the most athletic. He's not the tallest. He's not the most physically gifted. There's nothing about him that's like, oh, this is different. You can look at Giannis. You can look at Embiid. You can look at Braun. You can look at Jokic and be like, oh, this is why they are different. Jimmy Butler is a six foot five, maybe six foot six guard, not a great three point shooter, elite on the defensive end, but there's a competitiveness that you see from him that you don't see from many players. Do you think that he is in the Hall of Fame? Absolutely. I think, I believe that him getting to the finals and taking his organization to the finals as the Batman for the second time, mm-hmm. put him and cemented him in the Hall of Fame. Uh, when you look at Jimmy and what he's done, and look who's, who he's doing it with. And I don't want to disrespect his teammates. We're not going to call them undrafted no more. I don't want to disrespect Caleb Martin and, and Max Struess and Duncan Robinson. Those guys are here for a reason. But when Tyler Hero went down, Victor Oladipo went down, Jimmy Butler elevated his game. And not only that, he showed you how great of a leader he really is. Like, going into those post-game uh, interviews and whether it was a, a, a loss or a win, stand even kill, guaranteeing wins, showing confidence, like, that's leadership. So you could pattern to along with his historical run and where he ranks for us in the Miami uh, history books. 
Yeah, he's a Hall of Famer for sure. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I still love the last dance where Michael Jordan is talking about swinging his bat. And he says it takes a real man to talk trash when it's 0-0 or when you're down by a few buckets. And I go back to Jimmy Butler looking at Drew Holiday when he was down six and said, I own you. I own you. Jimmy Butler has a different mentality that I think should be applauded and should be studied. But still to come on NBA Today, it's time to put your money where your mouth is. We dive into the best bets with game one less than five hours away. NBA Today will be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Who makes history. The Nuggets are going to the NBA Finals. Jokic just gets it off in time. It's up. Oh, it's good. Of course it goes in. I know how great Joker is with his ability to score, rebound, shoot, seize plays before they happen. There's not many guys in our league like that. Jamal Murray drills another. That's a bad duo. Murray on a dish. Jokic with the layup. This is going to be the biggest challenge of our lives. It's the NBA Finals. Welcome back to NBA Today. We are here in Denver, 5,280 feet above sea level. You can see there the mountains. This is why they call it the Mile High City. So we hear over and over again, right, about the effects of this elevation here in Denver. And let me tell you, my friends, when I went for my run on Wednesday morning, oh my lord, I could feel it. I was huffing and puffing. So for more on how high the stakes are tonight in game one, here's our own young Masuk. Well, Malika, when the Miami Heat sprint for the first few times tonight on this ball arena floor, they may feel a certain sensation in their lungs or fatigue that has nothing to do with overcoming the Boston Celtics in seven grueling games. Nikola Jokic's triple-double wizardry isn't the only thing that leaves opponents breathless in Denver. This magical season continues for Denver. Jamal, how are you able to hold them off down the stretch? I mean, they fought, you know. You seem exhausted. How are you feeling right now? We in Denver, here's thin out here. Can't stress out about it. I think we're headed there right now, so we'll have a little bit of an adjustment to do. The thing about the altitude, it happens, it happens pretty quickly. You mess up with your mind if you're not prepared for it. From the moment the Heat step off the bus and walk past a mural on their way to the locker room, to the ominous warning delivered before the starting lineup introductions. All visitors to the Mile High City be warned. They will be reminded about the dangers of playing at 5,280 feet. High levels of exertion at this altitude may cause hypoxia with symptoms of fatigue, difficulty breathing, rapid heart rates, headaches, and confusion. 
welcome to Denver. <laughs> you start feeling faint, and you're like, in the lay of mine, like, yo, did you hear that? I think I feel it. I had a teammate throw up in Denver. I was like, yo. <laughs> Fabled Mile High City Altitude is no myth. Since the Nuggets entered the league in 1976, no other active franchise has won 30% more of their games at home than on the road. From monitoring nutrition to getting out into nature, the Nuggets do all they can to acclimate to the altitude. Go, fellas, go, 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 go. We usually go to Red Rocks, do conditioning there. So even Red Rocks is a little bit higher than downtown Denver. So you go to a higher altitude train and then come back to a lower altitude. That strength change, condition change, it helps me a lot on the floor, you know. I don't get tired that much, I feel stronger. Denver pushes, Bruce Brown, corner, long ball pull, three-pointer, got it. The Nuggets want opposing defenses gasping for air. Denver leads all teams in fast break points at home this postseason. Well, we want to run. So we have the home court advantage because of the altitude. So any chance we get, we want to push the pace. When we can establish that pace of play, that makes it really hard for visiting teams to kind of sustain and stay with them. The Nuggets are undefeated in the playoffs at Ball Arena. Opponents have been frustrated, turned the ball over, and even fumbled breakaway dunks in the Denver air. Oh, he lost control! The Heat become just the second eight seed ever to make the NBA Finals. Now, it's the Miami Heat's turn to adapt to the altitude before game one tips off. If Denver wants to tip this thing off at the top of uh, Everest, we'll do that. Our advantage is them have to come in and adjust to the altitude, which we've been here for a while now, doing that, getting our breathing right, you know, lungs, everything. It's going to be an advantage for us. Joker, got it again! Yeah, the altitude is here, man. Might as well use it to our advantage. Well, the proof is in the pudding. The Nuggets, they've dominated at altitude this postseason. They won all eight home games while outscoring opponents by almost 12 points per 100 possessions. And with wins in games one and two of this series, the Nuggets would tie the most home wins without a loss in a single postseason. So back here with Richard Jefferson with Kendrick Perkins. And Rich, I'm curious, you, you played here. You saw it up close and personal. Do you think that this is a real advantage that the Nuggets have? Yeah, it, it is advantage. Like, again, you get it in Denver. You also get it in Utah, which isn't quite as high, but it is still elevation. Mm -hmm. I will say this. One of the things that takes away their advantage during the middle of the regular season is it's also very cold in Denver. So you're getting cold air at elevation. Your lungs, your mouth, your lips, everything starts to get real dry. And it can be a, it can be a bit difficult. But when you get to the postseason, we're talking about June now. So while the air is thin, it's a little bit warmer. So I think their advantage now is not as great as it is when it's the winter time in Denver. And the last thing I'm going to say this. The altitude is an issue, but the Denver Nuggets have never been to the finals before. And I say that to say that if it was this supreme advantage, hmm. I think they would have had more six, like postseason. So 
I'm going to give credit to the team. The team is the real advantage, and the Denver Nugget Air, that is kind of their sixth man. That is something that they depend on over the course of a season and then over the course of a postseason. But the best athletes in the world are playing. They're going to get acclimated. They're going to be quick. But it's just a small percentage that you're always looking for. Um, I mean, and it is a real thing. I know a lot of teams that I was on, we used to try to get there like two days early. You know, and try to get a scrimmage. You knew that if you wasn't practice, like you was gonna practice, you were gonna get up and down. And you try everything in your power. Guys like Ray Allen used to go and hit the treadmill, run him about five miles. He tried to invite me down. I abs- I turned down the invite politely. I should have went on with it. But again, you try to get out. You know, 25 minutes uh, on the clock. Usually, you come out with about 19, 18 pregame, and you like go hard, go hard, go hard. But again. This Miami Heat team is so mentally tough that the altitude is not going to play a factor when it comes down to those individuals in that locker room. And Eric Sposher, again, his interviews and what he's been saying since he's got to the finals were all postseason. Been giving me these vibes and these chills. It's going to be hard. Not even the atmosphere, the altitude, whatever it's going to be that's going to stop this Miami Heat team. Yeah, Mount Everest, Mount Vesuvius. Eric Spolstra says, bring it on. We are ready to play. Gentlemen, thank you. The NBA Finals, they start tonight at 8.30 Eastern on ABC, ESPN Plus, and ESPN Radio. I cannot wait. Our coverage tips with NBA Countdown at 8 o'clock. Stick around. We have some predictions on who is going to win this series. Plus, I mean, Jimmy Butler said it. Yesterday's price is not today's price. So we're going to talk about some money moves coming up. Let's take a look at who is ready to go. Brought to you by On The Rocks. Nikola Jokic is the biggest betting favorite to win the finals MVP in over two decades. And for good reason. He's averaging a triple-double through 15 postseason games. And the Nuggets are 12-3 and over that stretch. Denver is the heavy betting favorite. Just don't tell Jokic. Who said that we are favorites? The media? Las Vegas. And Las Vegas tells us that we are not, we were underdog before. That doesn't, it's not correct, I think. I mean, I think we are not the favorites. Uh, I think in the finals there is no favorites. this is going to be the, the hardest game of our life, and, and we know that, and we are prepared for that. We are preparing and prepare for that. So I think there is no favorites, and definitely I think we are not favorites in this uh, series. It is time for DraftKings Sportsbook predictions. Let's take a look at a trio of prop bets on the board of headed tonight's game one. Now, Perk, starting yep. with the guy, Nikola Jokic. Do you or do you think, do not think, that he will get a triple-double tonight? I don't think he will get a triple-double tonight. He will get a double-double. I think he will fall short on the assist side. I think the Miami Heat is disciplined, and the, the, the Nuggets haven't played a team like this. They're going to take away the cutters. They're not going to be able to get those easy baskets, and I think the Miami Heat are going to do a great job of taking away Jeff Green and Aaron Gordon and Bruce Brown to get those easy-cut baskets to the uh, – Can I tell you a secret? Oh. What? There's only one player in NBA history that recorded a triple-double in their finals debut. Do you know who it is? Jay Kidd. Man, you stop reading the proper. Yeah, Jay Kidd, Jay Kidd. You're welcome. No, I'm just kidding. Thank you for the money. Anyway, Perk, do you think that Jimmy Butler finishes with more or less than six assists? 
He's going to finish with less than six assists. I, I believe Jimmy Butler, this is one of those games where he's going to come out and be aggressive. I think he's going to get a lot of shot attempts up. He's going to look to get his. And again, the Heat offense is so good for his misdirection and dribble handoffs that he's not going to have to be a playmaker in this series. Yeah, okay. Well, look, somebody that could be the beneficiary of Butler's passes would be the player that you thought should have been the Eastern Conference Finals MVP. That's Caleb Martin. Do you think Martin finishes with more or less than three three-pointers? <laughs> and why would it stop now? He's finishing with more. Okay. He's going in there. He's going to continue to be the Heat's second best player. He's going to continue to shoot deadly from the three-point line. He's going to get more than three. He's going to hit more than three uh, three-point field goal attempts tonight. Okay. So Jokic, no triple double. Jimmy Butler, no six assists. Nope. And Caleb Martin is going to get all. Is going to get more than three threes. Now look, DraftKings Sportsbook is the official sports betting partner of the NBA. And during the finals, new customers can bet five dollars to win two hundred dollars in bonus bets instantly. Use promo code NBA today when you sign up. We will be back in sixty seconds. Hopefully, Perk's still here. <laughs> well, I'm going. I don't know where you're going. <laughs> Leave here. NBA Today is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. As we get pl closer to tip-off of Game 1 of the NBA Finals, a player whose heat legacy is cemented, title or not this year, is Udonis Haslam. Because UD, he didn't step on the court at all during the Conference Finals. But his fingerprints, that toughness, it was all over that series. And we talk so much, right, about the Heat's undrafted players. Well, he was literally the OG of that. 20 years after going undrafted, he's made seven NBA Finals appearances. And this is it. He told our Izzy Gutierrez earlier this year that he's no one's charity case. He won't stick around to, quote, get my ass kicked by the little guys every day. So this is the last hurrah for him. And, and whether or not the Heat win a ring, you have to expect that number 40, it is going to hang in the rafters sooner rather than later no matter what happens in this series. As we dive a little bit further into this series, Zach Lowe, it is that time. Okay. Who is going to win it all this year? I'm going Nuggets in six. I just think they're a little more talented. They have home court advantage. They haven't lost at home. And I just keep coming back to I don't know what the answer for Jokic is. Eric Spolstra is going to try to find one. He's brilliant. I don't know what it is. One of their best answers for everything has been zone defense, and I think Denver is the best zone offense in the NBA. So I just keep coming back to that one matchup, and I can't find a great answer. So I'm going Nuggets in six. Denver gets their first title in NBA franchise history. All right, Rich, where do you fall on this? Oh, I fall in the same place, and it's it's tough. UD was mad at me. Kevin Love told me that he was that he was mad at me because I was picking the Celtics to make this run, and like I had to tell him, I'm like. I was just kind of kidding. Y'all just kept losing. And this is a situation where I think the Miami Heat are going to keep <laughs> losing. I think it's going to be Nuggets and six. Really? Yeah. So, underdogs in the Milwaukee series. Yep. Okay, pick to probably win the Knicks series. Yep. Under, uh, heavy underdog in the Celtics series. Yep. And they're here. When are we going to continue to disrespect the Miami Heat? I got the Heat in six or seven. 
Jimmy Butler six is not, or seven. Six or seven. He's a one. A pick. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I don't have to pick no game. I could just yeah. say that he go win the series. That's what I. That's what I'm gonna go with. Yeah. They have the best coach in basketball in their exposure. They have Other Jimmy hands. Butler that could go toe to toe with any superstar <laughs> in the league in any series. And the role players, the leadership is there. I got the Heat of six and six or seven winning this series. <laughs> six or seven is not a prediction. And when did y'all three become the prediction police? Like, like, well, that y'all sounds, can't tell me how to predict. Shout if out I say six or seven, look, Chine, that means I'm picking. Cheney is gone, so Perk is taking over. I'm pick, okay, pick. okay, I'm picking them to win the series. <laughs> yeah, do what we tell you. Okay, how about <laughs> we I'm picking you. them to win the series. The prediction please. I'll be decisive. I'm going to roll with, with Zach here. I'm, I'm going with the Nuggets in six. I don't feel good about it. I I still believe that Jimmy Butler, I don't know that oh, the magic scary. has run scary. out. They are scary. But there is something about Nikola Jokic. Coming in, averaging a triple-double, I believe that the Nuggets will get their first NBA title in franchise history. We are, the, I mean, the, the I keep looking at my watch, and I forgot it at the hotel, and I'm mad. The countdown is on to game one of the NBA Finals. Enjoy it on ABC, <laughs> and we will see you tomorrow. Ooh, what should we do in Denver for a couple? Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.